<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Bring us in, babe. Welcome to Coco Caliente. Man, I am excited. You know why? Why? Because talking to our guests today really brings me back to some of the most fun times we had together as a couple. Yeah. Phil Kogan. Yeah. And I say it so fast, it sounds like I'm saying like like Hogan, like Hulk Hogan, Phil Kogan. Oh, you say know? it slower. Phil Kogan. There you go. Anyway, he's the host of The Amazing Race, and he has this new show called Tough as Nails, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about. It's going to be on CBS. I think it airs June 8th or July 8th. Um, but I really do. Every time, every time we start thinking or talking about The Amazing Race, I think about the crazy times. You know what I have. think about? Phil does come to a lot of those memories because I think the best memories that I have not repressed are making it to the mat. <laughs> At the end of that long, long journey of every every time. I mean, there was. I mean, I remember in. You remember when we were in? Was it Amsterdam? What you Netherlands? Have to tell we were me, in the Netherlands. What, what did we do in the Netherlands? The bicycle. The bicycles on my birthday. And then we had to do the cow. You know, uh, hoist yeah, the cow up, and you had to run up ne- the stairs. <laughs> yes. And then we had to drive. How could I ever forget that day? Well, I remember. We finally, you know, do the boats, little boats through the canals, right? Mm-hmm. And we, gotta, we have three attached and we get to the open water and we're going really slow and we finally get to the island and I get on the mat and I can't even stand up because <laughs> yeah. my legs were so shot and they're like, all right, hey, Victor, we're, gonna, we're not going to start until you stand up straight. And I'm like, I can't, I can't feel my legs, <laughs> you yeah, know? Thank like, goodness the end, you always say this, that the end thing was we were in a boat. Because mm-hmm. you couldn't have run, you couldn't oh. have done anything else because you toted me around on that. I did pull my own weight, don't get me wrong. I, for so, so, but as far as pulling the cow, I was useless. But I remember I did run up all those steps. Because I couldn't do it. So <laughs> what happened was we had a competition where we had to ride this our bike, right? We had to ride our bike and we had to carry eggs while we were riding the bike. It was a two-seater bike. bike. Right? And it's a two-seater bike. And I told Nicole, hey, look, I'm scared that your knees are going to hit the eggs. Right, and you're gonna crack an egg, and if you crack an egg, you gotta go back and grab more. So I was like, "Look, you don't pedal; you just cradle the eggs, and I'll pedal." So I pedal, I don't know how many miles back to where we have to go, and we get there. We give the guys the eggs; we're good. We go to the board to grab our next clue. And you were fine at that point. I was fine at that point. Yeah. We go to grab our next clue, and we got, you know, basically we you got turned. a punishment, and we had to go back and do another thing, and we had to use a bike, and so we got lost. We had a bike for. A lot of miles. But we didn't get out. And then my legs were completely shot to where they, they basically 
cramped straight. They locked out at the knee. And the medic there, he had to give me a bunch of uh, sodium and some water and stuff to kind of like help ease that, but it didn't go away. Um, but luckily the competition after that, I was just driving the car and then just sitting in the boat, like steering the boat, finding other boats. And But man. Yeah, I mean, in every other leg, you pretty much, if you get U-turned, you take like a car. Uh-huh. We were on a bike <laughs> and we got lost for hours. So. And that's when you pole vaulted across the canal and went face first into the water. Yeah, that's that time too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I was ever going to get approved. Well, you and you were like, let's just go do the other thing. Because I like, thought no. I had to land on the other side. I didn't know I could land in the water. Or like, yeah, yeah. Or like partially just, in the water, partially out of the water. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, good memories, good memories. It went by so fast that thank goodness it's on film because I wouldn't. Yeah, like, we, we bought the DVD and it's just sitting over there for. Our kids. We'll watch it down the line with our kids. It'll be very nostalgic. Um, and it, like you said, it happened so fast yeah. that you really have to think about it to go through it to realize we how have, much you did. Yeah, because we have no photos. I think a lot of times we do have the footage, mm-hmm. but a lot of times you remember things from when you're younger because you see a photo of it. You remember that outfit, that haircut, that time. Mm-hmm. So we have no like photos to look back on and be like, oh yeah, remember we were at this waterfall? Or oh yeah, we have to like really, when we're 80, we're not going to be able to remember any like of that or show elephant. any of that besides <laughs> whatever's on the, the Amazing Race. And thank yeah. goodness we made it to every leg because... <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but anyways. And so yeah, so talking to Phil gives us a little bit of nostalgia, but he has a new show. You guys are going to love it and you guys are going to enjoy the conversation. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Well, hello there, and welcome to Movie Phone. <laughs> if you know the name of the movie you'd like to see, then press one now. <laughs> Boop. I'm sorry, can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> what number did you press? <laughs> so how you uh, doing? Long time doing... no see. Oh, my gosh. It's so nice to, it's, it's nice to hear your voice. It's kind it of is. calming. It is. Why, are you getting sick of each other or something? (laughs) (laughs) Never, never. Uh, Is there still copious amounts of love between you? There is. And actually, we find ourselves in an interesting predicament. So right before our call, uh, Nicole Mm. got a call from her dad saying, hey, there's this little baby kitten and it looks really sick and I can't just leave it out. And so now, as I'm talking to you, I'm watching Nicole rub uh, the gunk out of this baby kitten's eyes. I'm very eyes. much in this conversation as well. She's been feeding the, the baby kitten some f- a formula that we happen to have on another more tragic occasion that we try to help an animal, rather Nicole did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so that's what's going on right now. But yes, there is copious amounts of love between Nicole and I. <laughs> that's good to hear. Yeah, you guys are, you know, you're good examples of what it means to find your soulmate. Thanks. Oh, that um, feels, yeah. yeah, that is nice. That's very heartwarming. How many years has it been now? Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three years. Three years. Yeah. Very fresh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, That's awesome. So for our listeners, this is Phil Kogan. Uh, uh, he is the host of The Amazing Race, and he is now creator and producer, right, of uh, Tough as Nails on CBS. Right. Uh, and uh, right out of the gate, I just want to say to Amazing Race fans that um, this show has nothing to do with Amazing Race being pushed back to the fall. <laughs> because oh, yeah. I, I got I got like some race fans and they and, and and they were like, Oh my god, I can't believe you you put this show and now it's pushed Amazing Race to the Fall. Nothing to do with it. Uh at one point, both Amazing Race and 
this show called Tough as Nails were going to be on at the same time. Oh. Um, the reason for Amazing Race getting pushed to the full, just to get it out of the way, is, uh, firstly, I just want to say to the cast of season 32 uh, how how uh, sorry I am that it is that they've had to wait so long to have the show go to the air. I mean, it's just really, really tough on them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, very tough. But um, television is a very strange uh, world. And, you know, you try the networks are always going to try new and different things. And sometimes they don't work out. And scheduling is very, very challenging. And for one reason or another, the show continued to get pushed and then we had a date in May, and and then with this pandemic, uh, who saw that coming? Yeah, oh my um, gosh, what? <laughs> Amazing Race suddenly became this very valuable television property for the full, and the full is when you put on your, what you hope will be your new big hits, and also when you put on your, we know this show always gets a number, always gets attention, always gets an audience. So they needed amazing race for the fall it became a very valuable property hence the reason that they said we can't just put it on in the summer we need it for our full lineup so that's why it got pushed and and it's it's just unfortunate that it had already gone through a period of time where it was getting pushed so i just want to say to the race fans i'm really sorry that you know the, the way that this has all worked out i feel really bad i know that um a lot of people are finding the show for the first time and 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 uh, existing fans are going back to the old series and re-watching them and reliving them and then bringing in new fans at the same time a lot of binge watching going yeah, on but yep. uh it'll be worth it'll be worth the wait and um you know this show tough as nails is not a show that can be a guaranteed uh, it's not a guarantee that people are going to turn up and watch the show like Amazing Race will in the fall. Hence mm-hmm. the reason that we're on in the summer. So anyway, I, I hope I had, I've made that no, clear. that's, that's yeah. very clear. If anything, it's a compliment to to the show and and the cast yes. members. You know, like it's hey. blue chip. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, your high quality yeah. uh, television, and uh, we're we're mm-hmm. going to air it whenever you know we we can. Uh, and it's also as as somebody that obviously Race Nicole and I. It, it might be frustrating at first, but it's so worth the wait. I mean, it's yes. so worth the wait, and you get to relive that whole experience again. And the more, yeah. you know, the later time that happens, like, the more you get to reminisce about it, I think is yes. kind of so. I mean, there is positives to come from it. So that 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 is that is really cool. So recently, especially on my days off, my days get so busy that it's hard for me to wind down to mm-hmm. go to bed. You know, you know what I mean? And like you're, you're on so, a weird sleep schedule. Yeah, and I'm on a weird sleep schedule. But you, you know how you get like so amped up that when it's time to go to bed, like you can't sleep even right. though you're tired. So what I've been using lately is called Som Sleep. And so basically it's a sleep drink in a small can. Mm-hmm. It's berry flavored and it helps you fall asleep in as little as 30 minutes. And it's drug free, which is like no habit forming type thing. It's not like it's not like you're going to require it the next time. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And it has original and zero sugar options. The original only has like 40 calories per can, and the ingredients that it has are naturally found in your body, like magnesium and melatonin. It's non GMO. 
It's vegan and dairy-free. It's gluten and allergen-free, and it has no artificial colors or flavors. Like, and you wake up feeling pretty refreshed, you said. Exactly. Like yeah. you, you take that, it puts you in a better sleep, and mm-hmm. then you wake up and you feel so refreshed. So right now, Psalm Sleep is offering our listeners 15% off their order. Head to getsomcom.com. That's G-E-T-S-O-M.com. Not E. <laughs> so get some.com and they use the code COCO for 15% off at checkout. So tell us, tell us about Tough as Nails. I was, I've been seeing the trailers and some of your interviews uh, that you've yeah. done about it. It seems such a novel idea uh, and it almost reminds me of uh, uh, what's that? When the guy that goes around the country and he finds these people that do these odd jobs and like are hard workers. Well, there was a show called Dirty jobs yes. which mike rowe did is that the one you're thinking yes. of? yeah 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 and and um you know mike rowe's done a lot of really positive things in terms of uh bringing pride into trade the trades the working and, and, man and, and working woman yeah yeah exactly the 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 jack and jills of all trades mm-hmm. um and i uh, i also uh have always appreciated trade people uh because i come from working class people um my family ancestry they went to new zealand as coal miners gold miners fence builders farmers um i i had uh I, one of my ancestors was of german descent and he came and he built uh the first german church catholic church in uh in in uh in new zealand in a oh, place called wow. nelson so yeah but also very very poor people as well uh and and people who who are used to working with their hands and so as a kid i grew up uh with one grandfather who was a mechanic and and uh, a gunsmith and a, a guy who was just amazing at working with his hands uh at fixing things and then another grandfather who was a carpenter his father was a carpenter and then you know going back generations and and so i grew up with an appreciation for uh hardworking people my grandmothers who worked at the you know in the in the, in the community worked in, in at the local church working for the community there was a real sense of pride in people that would roll up their sleeves and get their hands dirty to get the job done and so when when uh and my parents were sort of the first of that of their generation or, or sorry of our family to get that opportunity to go to university and both my parents are you know, seek to higher education. My yep. dad in agriculture as a plant scientist. My mom is a music teacher and the equivalent of a doctorate in music. And so uh, the expectation was that I was going to also follow suit and go to university uh, because I could. And my grandmother wasn't allowed to go because she was a woman. And my grandfather wasn't allowed to go because his father wanted him to go to work at the age of 13. And so I, I, it was almost you know, the idea that I didn't want to initially go to university out of high school, they, they didn't get initially, but (laughs) I I took an apprenticeship in television. There were only two in the entire country uh, at the time. And, and I managed to get one of them. And it was a three year apprenticeship where I started like making coffee and sweeping floors and started from the ground up. And absolutely. And I was taught a, taught a trade. And so when, when, uh, when when I've heard people talk people down who are in the trades, like somehow blue collar is second class, or it's uh, it's it's not as worthy as someone who has a degree, it's always annoyed me because education comes in different forms, and Absolutely. the idea that 
the yeah. idea that somebody who's really good at a trade is somehow less than anybody else who's gone to university to get a degree just always really irked me. It really annoyed me. And uh, that's kind of where the idea was like, these people need to be celebrated again. They were once in this country with Rosie the Riveter and all these people yeah. that, 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 uh, that stepped in during wartime to make stuff work. And I just thought we need a show to honor those people who have never had a chance to shine in the limelight. And it's not always about the Bill Gates of the world. Actually, Bill Gates didn't go to university, but it's not always about <laughs> that. It's not always about the people who, who it's not always about going to university. Yeah, I'm a big it, proponent of an education, but not, it's not necessarily for everybody. No, absolutely. The, the higher education, I mean. It, yeah. it's, and it's, yeah. it's crazy because, yeah, that is so true, especially where we live up here in Michigan in the Thumb, uh, such an industrial place. Mm-hmm. It's not about yes. the suits and the fancy cars right. that people have pickup trucks that are their work trucks. And like Nicole's yep. dad worked 30 years in road construction. And then now yep. he's like the DPW. So he's like basically the handyman of the city. But now he's like so used to working so hard. He retired at 48. He's like, I got to do something else. So. <laughs> and so and, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like that. And then Nicole's brother, he's a linesman. And so he's out, you know, all the wow. time on power lines. Yeah. And so well, can I say something about that, Nicole? Because yeah. it, 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 it's that the lineman story. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we had a guy who applied to be on top of his nails. He was a lineman. And, um, unfortunately he couldn't get off work to take part of the show. And it was Aww. really gut wrenching for us because mm-hmm. we really, really wanted him. He, he was such a fantastic guy. And we're hoping that if we get picked up for a season two, we'll get him on. But the lineman, I mean, there you go. There's an example. Okay. While we're all huddled in our houses, sitting around, you know, with the heater on trying to uh, you know, or lighting a fire because the power has gone down. It's the linemen and mm-hmm. women who go out in the storm, mm-hmm. risking their life to connect the power again. So the older couple down the road can put on their ventilators and put on the heat again and make sure that they literally don't die in the cold. Yes, That's, absolutely. They're, here, they're like local heroes. And mm-hmm. so, but when do you hear that story? Never. No, we see, you know, <laughs> and, and what is it? What is it? The other thing that I love about what we're exploring on the show is what does it mean to be tough? Mm-hmm. Being in the NFL is tough. Yes. MMA is, you know, you get your, yeah. uh, you know, Ronda Rousey and you get in a ring and you and you go and punch somebody and they punch you. Yeah, that's tough. But what about the person who gets up in the middle of the night to go put up the, the well, connect the lines again and make sure mm-hmm. that our toilets can flush and make sure we have food on the table and make sure that the roads are smooth and make sure that things get fixed and windows get fixed and Roofs go on our, our houses. And w- what about those people? Yeah, absolutely. That tough? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Because my dad, so growing up, he wake, he worked in Detroit, but we live in about three hours from Detroit. Every day he'd get home around like seven, eight o'clock in, at night. And then he'd wake up at 3 a.m. so he could get to Jeez. work and he'd drive back and forth every single day. So seeing my dad and he'd work seven days a week in the summer, it's super hot. And wow. um, so... I always like had that kind of like work ethic where I see, okay, yeah. I, I thought that was kind of normal. And now it's so good to have him in our lives, like actually physically see him. And, um, yeah. and I think it's like when I'm growing up, you know, you don't really see people, you know, I don't know. I just knew my dad worked really hard, but now that I'm older and I know how much time he spent on the road, it makes, it kind of breaks my heart to where mm. we should have. Think, appreciated it more yeah, maybe like like it's just like he did everything for us to get food on the table like you said to have a roof over yeah. our head and 
Oh yep. my goodness. And, it's and just... talk about, and it's funny because we're harping on her dad right now, but it, I think it, it struck home when you were saying in one of your interviews, it's not about, you know, having the physique, the yeah. best physique or mm-hmm. the tan or all this stuff. Dave has a big, better tan than I do because he's out working it's a farmer's all day, tan. you know, and, and then he, he, he can outwork anybody that I see. I mean, he's out there in the hustle all day, every day. And he's like, I got to go do this. I got to mess with the tractor, plant seeds, pull these things out. I got to lay concrete. I'm like, man, I'm just trying to check off two things on my checklist today. Yeah, we have like this well, this thing where it's like you look at it, you're, you're like, that's country strong. Because, yeah, they like their beers. and They're not physically yep. fit, like looking wise. But, man, they could definitely outpull you in a tug of war. Like, there's <laughs> well, no question Nicole, about it. I love, I love that you even know what country strong is because, <laughs> and I love the story of your dad. And what is your dad's name? Dave. Dave. All right. Yeah. So thank you, Dave. I, I want us to thank those essential workers and who knew that when we actually shot this show that we would appreciate essential workers more than yeah, we absolutely. probably mm-hmm. than we probably have since World War II. And there was a time when if you were the if you were the fix it person, like the person that the neighborhood went to to fix a car to who knew how to fix everything, who knew how everything worked, that who had that connection with the physical world, who could make things work. That was you you were respected in the community now it's you know we've sort of got away from that there isn't even a question with some kids about what they're going to do oh you're going to college oh yeah you know no you're going to college you're getting a degree well what's happened is we're all the skilled trade skilled trades people we have a shortage of skilled yes, trades people absolutely who can, who can weld and who can who, who can connect our electricity and who can farm and do all of these things that are essential to making our country run. And to your point about the what defines tough, or actually I brought it up, but, but what okay. defines tough, <laughs> and the idea that not everybody looks like they're ready for the cover of a magazine. My mother is hands down the, the, the toughest, mentally toughest person I have ever met, bar none. Mm-hmm. There is no one tougher mentally than my mother. I remember as a kid, hearing her typing through the night to get a job done, practicing her piano for a recital through the night. When I rode around France and we were stretched and pushed beyond, you know, all limits doing 150 miles a day on our bicycles. My yeah. mom was the only, was the only one who didn't crack mentally because of the pressure and the, and the sleep deprivation. Is she as strong as my dad? No. Is she, could she run as far as my dad? No. My dad was a big, burly rugby player, very strong, powerful guy. But as far as mental toughness, as, par- as far as somebody who will never, ever give up, that's my mom. And so I, I, I want to explore that mental toughness side of it. The 62-year-old roofer that we have, Lee, Lee Marshall from St. Louis, he's 62 years old. He's oh, been, wow. He lifts... He lifts thousands of pounds of shingles every day up onto roofs. And he said there are guys 25 who, like, after a week of doing that with the backbreaking work, they can't handle it. Yep. They, they quit. Yep. Yeah. It's definitely a different type of strong. 
If you're out of clean loungewear, mix things up by changing into beta brand dress pant yoga pants. They're as comfortable as your pajamas, and their professional style will make you feel like you actually got dressed for the day. This is legit like Nicole's favorite. I mean, because she, not only does she love yoga pants, but to be able to wear like dress pants that you would think are yoga pants when you wear them and nobody else knows. (laughs) Yes, they're so comfortable and they're so stylish and there's a ton of different colors and styles. So whether you like boot cut, straight leg, skinny, crop, there's some with eight pockets. I have like, I buy like the plaid different color pair. I buy skinny and also I have a green pair that are pretty cool. Yeah. You wear that green pair all the time. Yeah. And they launch new styles weekly. So that's awesome. Keep your eyes out for new different ones. Um, right now our listeners can get 25% off their first order. When you go to betabrand.com slash Coco, that's 25% off your first order for a limited time at betabrand.com slash Coco. Find out why women are buying five different pairs of these pants. Go to betabrand.com forward slash COCO for 25% off. And so what's the, the premise of this show? So you have those types of people, right? The essential mm-hmm. people, the the under, uh, the actually, if anything, the most deserving but underappreciated. Um, and mm-hmm. you're showcasing them. And then what do they have to do? So the idea with the show is who has the perfect combination of strength, endurance, agility, and most uh, life skills, and then most importantly, mental toughness. So we bring these 12 hardened, tough men and women from all walks of life uh, to come to Los Angeles to compete at real job sites. So they do real jobs. And so we have a, 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 we, for instance, we have a a fisherwoman, right? She wants to be called a fisherman, even though she's a woman, uh, because apparently that's what she wants to be called. Um, (laughs) But she runs her own boat and she's very tough. Like really, I mean, you run your own boat with a mostly (laughs) crew of of men, you got to be tough. And, you know, uh, we have Tara who used to be a dental hygienist and then ended up becoming a rod buster because her husband was an iron worker. And we have Lee, who I mentioned, who's 62. And we have such a range and such a diversity. We want to we want to break it all down and test them power to weight ratio, who can carry their own weight, basically, and who can who can throw their hand at anything that we throw at them. And so you won't see an obstacle course or some made up uh, challenge like you've seen on other shows. Mm-hmm. Our show, we go to a real job site. Like we'll go to a sand factory or a gravel factory and we will get them to work there and do the work that people do at that factory. I saw, I was seeing see that. That's awesome. Yeah. That is, <laughs> that, what, a, what a novel idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they bring their life skills, like Melissa, who's our farmer from Ohio, uh, if you see this woman's arms, like from literally from just hard work, um, lifting uh, bags of, hay, of of feed and hay bales, if you're a farmer, you have to be an expert at everything. You've got to be able to to help, you know, a cow give birth to putting up fencing to fixing the tractor, to plowing fields, to planting, yep. to watering, yep. to feeding, to cleaning up, to fixing the roof, to fixing a harvester, uh, you name it. If you're a farmer, you're a person who can do anything. And so that's kind of what we're celebrating is you're not just a specialist in one thing because of your life skills, because 
I bet you your dad, I bet you Dave, like oh, you could yeah. throw anything at him and he could fix and do anything. Yeah. I guarantee you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He can he can caulk, uh, he can caulk things together. He could uh, fix the ceiling or roof and then he can also change your oil and then change the stuff on the tractor <laughs> and yep. pour concrete. Yep. <laughs> and, he, and, he's, and he's country strong and he's... And just you telling me the story about him getting up every day for year after year after year, mm-hmm. that's called mental toughness. That's called yeah. never quitting. That's called, like, no matter what, I get it done to make sure <laughs> for my family, I'll do whatever I have to do. I'm so excited to watch this. I know. I, I told my dad, I was like, Dad, you should definitely, like, apply for this. And I saw you were coming to Detroit and everything. And, you know, he's more, like, shy. I don't know. Yeah. He he's a, he's, has a good personality, though. But anyways, I knew, like, when I saw it, I was like, this is something that it's going to be so fun to watch. Yeah, especially when... It's so relatable. And you know? it's all in their normal people. Yeah. Right? It's not somebody that wants to be, like, Instagram or social media famous. Right. It's, like, somebody that's literally just doing their job day in day out and probably saw they were casting mm-hmm. for this mm-hmm. or somebody told them hey you'd probably be perfect for this you know well you know it's interesting you should say that because we, we've been given some funding to start casting for a season two mm-hmm. uh which is obviously a good sign and yeah. um yeah there there are people that even on season one that we had to convince to come <laughs> onto the show yeah because yep. they're because they're not wanting to be Yep. in the limelight and because it, they're not wanting to be influencers or mm-hmm. you know what what some people call insta scammers you know like people <laughs> who are just like they're just trying to they're just they're just trying to to be famous for the sake of being famous mm-hmm. yeah these people are like phil and i i had these conversations with people because i skype interviewed a number of them and 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 i've had them say phil i i got I got responsibilities. I can't just get up and leave my job to go do this, you know? And I'm like, well, we're going to make it worth your while. I promise you, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be compensated because one of the things that's different about our show, unlike any other, is nobody goes home. We don't have eliminations where we say to somebody. Oh, that's awesome. um, Yeah, that's cool. We don't say like, you're not good enough. No, everybody who comes on, on the show is tough as nails, period. We are looking for an overall tough as nails champion. So there's two there's two challenges on the show. One is an individual challenge where we're looking for the toughest person in America who is uh, got that perfect combination of strength, endurance, agility, life skills, and mental toughness. But we also have a team competition, and there's cash prizes for the winning team. So we pit teams against you know six against six teams that get picked in the very first episode and and the teams compete against each other and if they win the job if they get the job done faster than the other team we pay them they get money and they collect money along the way and then there's an overall like team prize for the best team and it's highly competitive let me tell you because they're earning their money but i will tell you from season one that everybody got paid as a result of one way or the other, even if they were out of the individual competition early, they still part of a team and they're still a valuable team member. They still bring their life skills to that team. And so nobody goes home. I like that idea. Yeah. I like nobody. that idea. Even if you're an out of the individual, you could still work with the team mm-hmm. and you know, that, and that it becomes, it becomes everything for you because, yeah. because now, now, you know, if you want money, if you want to make some money on this show, it, you got to make sure you get your teammates across the finish line ahead mm-hmm. of the other team 
because that's how you earn your money. And so it's not it's no different than than teams uh, in in the job, like whether it's your yeah. brothers or sisters in a, in, a, in mm-hmm. the union or the people that you work with on a construction site, wherever it is in the hospital as an essential worker in the hospital, whatever it is, people are used to working on teams. And so you have that team dynamic. How do I use the skills that Dave has, that Nicole has, that Victor has? How do we combine our skills and become a really effective team working to strengths and weaknesses and beat out the other team, you know, do a better job, basically. That's awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it. And it airs uh, July 8th. Is that correct? Yeah, July 8th, 8 p.m. on CBS. Um, uh, so two things I just want to say, yep. uh, you know, I, let's, let's honor those essential workers, uh, in America. Uh, I, I'm hoping that this, that, that, that essential workers out there right now will know that we really appreciate what they're doing. And this show is for you. You know, these people represent you, the essential worker who, who, who are allowing us to continue to function in this world and keep this country running. So thank you. And, and secondly, that, if there's anybody who's listening who thinks that they're tough as nails or they know somebody who is, then go to cbs.com slash casting and apply for season two of Tough as Nails and let us share your story and let's celebrate the work, the hard work that you do every day to keep this country running. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Phil, for making this an actual show and, like, bringing it to I life because <laughs> it's such a cool idea in uh, – I love like relatable shows that people, you know, just watch and my dad's going to watch and he's going to love it. I got sucked in just watching the trailer. Yes. (laughs) It's so exciting. I've been pitching this for, I've been pitching this idea for 10 years, but I had, (laughs) and so I, I, and and I kept, it kept getting knocked down and then picked back up again and then knocked down. And in, in a way, now that we've seen the power of essential workers in 2020 and what's happened and who knew that this was going to, help emphasize the importance of that, that this whole coronavirus mm-hmm. was going to help emphasize the importance of that. The, the, ironically, the timing of what has happened could not be better for mm-hmm. what the message of the show is about. It's, Absolutely. It's, it's, taken, it's taken a pandemic for some people to go, oh my God, that person that works through the night stocking the shelves and putting the food on the things and wiping everything down and making sure you know, that job gets done working for minimum wage. Oh my God, yeah. I've never appreciated them so much, you know, mm-hmm. but we do now. And yeah. hopefully this show will help, help with that. So definitely. Thank you for talking to me, you guys. No, hey, it's always a pleasure uh, talking to you. We, <laughs> we have so many good memories with you. Hopefully we'll see you again sometime. Yeah, hopefully Never we know. Like, life All works right, in my, uh, strange ways. <laughs> yeah, it does. Give my, give my best to Dave and, uh, and, and tell him, you know, watch the show and then he can be brutally honest and say whether he likes it or not. I can tell you. I got, <laughs> okay. Okay, I got, I got thick skin. And if he has any, uh, if he has any editing notes for, you know, if we get a chance to do season two and he says, tell Phil he needs to do this or that or whatever, you just let me know and I'll, I'll listen to Dave because Dave's, li- Dave's lived it and I, I, I got to listen to Dave. <laughs> All right. All right. Sounds, sounds good. good. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Take care, guys. You Bye-bye. too. Bye. So I hope you guys enjoyed that i'm looking forward to the show july 8th is gonna is when it airs and i i really do think dave your dad is yeah i told him to apply for that but then i saw how hard it is and i was like i don't know if i want my dad to go through that (laughs) because you know he wouldn't give up right that that's what nicole's scared about that he'd want it so bad and want to show how good he is that he'd go so hard to to his own demise (laughs) (laughs) um all right nicole so spanish word of the day Okay. 
Okay. The Spanish word of the day is uñas. 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 Oh, that's a good one because I'm not sure what it is. Think about it. Uñas. Uñas. Eggs. Did we talk about eggs? Yeah, we did. No, no, no. Tough. Yes. Well, close. Nails. <laughs> now you're just guessing. Yeah. Now you're just I'm guessing. I've just been guessing the whole time. Yeah, it you is. Said it's, in a it, it, it's nails. It's oh, okay, nails. there we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which brings me to my weird or normal. But the, so, wait. No, real quick, though. Okay. So there's two. Uñas is the direct translation to nails, right? But clavo is like a nail. Oh, so you know what fin- I mean? So you're talking fingernails. Yeah, uñas is like fingernails. Clavo is like a actual like hammer a nail in. What's so weird is my I had two weirder normals and I didn't know which one to choose and now I'm going to go with the one that I can um what's it called when you go into something smoothly transition mm-hmm. into this. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Or are you still talking about nails? No, go ahead. Is it weird or normal to chew off your fingernails? And I mean, I've seen Victor chew off his toenail before. What? <laughs> I have not. No, take that. Just tell the truth on that because people are going to think I do that for real. I've seen you, you do you it. You can't even. No, you can't even get your foot to your mouth. No, I can't. <laughs> what the heck? People, I do not chew off my toenail. It's a joke. Anyway. But is it because he's very adamant about clipping them neatly and I just like bite them off and tear it? Uh, yeah, I mean. I I bite my nails sometimes too, especially when I'm at work. Uh, oh really? I didn't. I've never seen you. Yeah, but I don't. I don't bite them like super short. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? To where it's like, you know, you have that okay, half so, inch layer of like skin before your nail. You so I guess I mean? biting your nails is super normal, right? Yeah. So is it weird to bite your nail and then like spit it out? If you're inside your house, I think it is. If you're outside in the wilderness, it's not. There, I just took it up a notch, everybody. Yeah, that that so that it, is weird for or sure. Or is it weird to use the fingernail that you bit off as like a toothpick in your teeth? Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I have done that. Okay, see? I have I can done take that. my weird or normals up a notch if it's too normal for yeah, you, no, bro. No, I've done that before. If it's if it's real, it only has to be really bad. You know, like when you get like that kernel of corn or something? So you that, have this, done this? This is awesome. I have. You Have you? Oh, yeah, Definitely but I would it. never have admitted that. Oh, why not? People do that. <laughs> People do Obviously. I mean, if you got something really bad in your, like, and no, you can't so what, get it. See, so you do it because you have something in your teeth where I just... Break it off, chew on it a little bit, and then I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'll use it as a toothpick. No, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just, you And then I go... Take it off and chew it, and then you spit. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's why I find little nails around the house. Oh, shut up. He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't, I don't think that's as weird. Maybe people won't admit it. I mean, I, I can agree that maybe people won't admit that they do that, but that's definitely something people do. I mean... Yeah, that's awesome that we both do it. <laughs> Nicole's just trying to been keeping this secret from me for all these years, and she's like, "Let me just bring." Well, it up I don't. Even, I think I do it. And I don't even realize I'm doing it. So now I'm into like my really weird, weird things that I'm like, "Do I really want to talk about?" And the two, the Q-tip, I guess, was really weird. Well, yeah. Well, let's transition into that because that's what our review is today from Mia Bus ninety two. Weird or normal? Five stars. I lick my Q-tip before I put it in my ear every day. I'm with Nicole on this. Victor was <laughs> disgusted. Ha ha. I guess it's weird. 
I guess it, it is kind of weird, but that, I mean, that, it's really dry to not do it if you don't just get out of the shower. I thought the more weird one was when Josh said he throws the Q-tips yeah, into the into the he toilet. flushes them down the toilet. I told my dad that, and he about had a heart attack. <laughs> all <laughs> he Dave, goes, you're joking. All me. Dave sees is like five to seven like Q-tips, all like in a star <laughs> formation, yeah. just lodged in the pipe. Yeah. That's what he's seeing, and then like toilet paper on in front of that, and like you know just a whole backup. And just you need a whole new septic system. Yeah, it's everything. like oh my god, we got to snake the whole thing. Oh, yeah, it's, it's that, a nightmare for my. That dad. would not be that. Yeah, that that that's the, the far most not ideal situation to be in. Yeah, because when Victor used to live in my parents' house, like he was limited to what were you limited to? Like one bowel movement every two days, and then the other ones. <laughs> Are you making this up? <laughs> And the other ones, you had to go to like a public restroom. Yeah, remember? her parents. Her parents didn't <laughs> let me use their their bathroom because they never use the bathroom there. They only use the restroom. They 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 have a they have a tally sheet on their wall, and each person can only use the restroom one time a day. A bowel movement, and if you pee, you can't flush. And if you do have to do more than that, you got to go in a town. Uh, they have a subway gas station right there, and you have to use their restroom. They don't let you use the restroom more than once. The secret's out. It's kind of crazy. I mean, I can't believe they do that. <laughs> I see how you flip that back on me. Uh-huh. This is clearly a joke, people. Yeah. yeah, you see, Nicole tries to joke with me, and I just turn the flip the entire script on her. And she's like, oh, and I got to tell everybody it's a joke. <laughs> it's so funny, though. That, that was good, Vic. That was good. <laughs> Um, well, anyway, please thank you guys uh, for listening. We really hope you guys enjoy. Watch Tough as Nails. Uh, we're, we're we're for sure going to be watching. Uh, listen and uh, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. The easiest way is on Apple Podcasts. You can listen anywhere you listen to podcasts: Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. You can always go to www.cococalientepodcast.com. You can listen there and you can also check out our merchandise. Don't forget to follow us at Coco Caliente Podcast on Instagram and at Coco Caliente Pod on Twitter. Bye-bye. Thank you. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.